Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. What is up, guys? Welcome to this episode of the podcast. This is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered by me, your host, and coach Adam Pullman. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about tracking food. How do you do it without becoming obsessive? So make sure you tune in for more on that. If you're someone that's interested in tracking, maybe you've struggled with tracking in the past because you felt it took over your life, we're going to be talking about some different strategies that you can use so you can get to a point where you're able to monitor what you're doing a little bit more without feeling like it's completely occupying every waking thought um, that you have. So make sure you tune in for more on that. Before we get going here, I want to remind you of how I answer or how I select questions to answer here on the show. So if you're new and you're not really sure how this works, all the questions that are sent in are sent in by listeners just like you. So if you go to Instagram and find me there, my handle is Adam underscore Pullman fit. And you go to my story on every, every Saturday, you'll see a question box that says, ask me a question. That is your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. Then I'll take your, uh, your uh, questions. I'll answer them briefly on the story on Instagram there. And then I'll take them and answer them in detail here on the show. Like I am today with this listener's question. Now, if you want more on health, fitness, and nutrition, you're a driven person, you're committed to learning more about how you can make changes in your life, um, I invite you to be a part of our private Facebook group, okay? So this is a place where a lot of like-minded individuals get together to learn more about what they can do to reach their health and fitness goals. I do a lot of live trainings in there. So if you're interested in that, just go ahead and send me an email, adam at pullmanfitness.com or shoot me a message on Instagram. And say, hey, message me the link for the group, or I'd like to be in the Facebook group, whatever, anything like that, and I will send you the link. Now, before we get going here, I want to uh, mention the affiliates I've been working with recently. So Mir is a fantastic company that makes um, a lot of products that keep your drinks cold or hot for extended periods of time. I just sent one of my buddies the link because uh, he came over, <clears throat> we were hanging out, and I was showing him the... Um, the coffee canister and he's a big coffee guy and he thought it was like the next best thing since sliced bread. So he went home and ordered a bunch of their stuff. Um, and I gave him the discount code for that. So if you want 20% off of your order from Mir, just use the code Adam Pullman 20 at checkout and that will get you 20% off. I also just ordered another batch. If you watch my stories on Instagram, you saw I ordered, ordered another batch of magic spoon because they had um, strawberry and banana come out. I'll be honest. I was hesitant. I'm like <laughs> banana flavored cereal. That sounds awful. But then I was like, I wonder what happens if you mix the strawberry and the banana, would that be good? Kind of like the fruity flavor. Cause you know how I obsessed I am with that fruity flavor. Turns out it's fantastic. So I mix them together. It's wonderful. I love it. So if you want to go ahead and explore the strawberry and banana flavor, cause I believe both of those are limited flavors. I think, um, and if you want $5 off of your order, just go to magicspoon.com and use the code PullmanFit at checkout. That will get you $5 off of your order. Now, 
If you would like more valuable free information, fitness guides, stuff like that to get you started or continue forward in your health and fitness journey, go ahead and visit PullmanFitness.com slash free. You can download all of those resources absolutely free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. Today's question is from Fashion Crime. And the question is, I want to track but get worried about becoming obsessive with it. Tips to help with the balance. So that's a it's a great, great question. Uh, I totally understand where you're coming from. Uh, it, it, I think tracking is one of those things that has a, it gets a bad, a bad rep. Uh, tracking is a very useful tool. However, a lot of people make it out to be something that's like demonized, you should never do it. Um, but so the first thing I would recommend is your mindset around it. And that's really everything that, like when it comes down to tracking food, everybody's relationship with it, it all comes down to the mindset that is used when you're using the tracking tool. I kind of like to relate it to like like knives, for example. If you were to um, look at the amount of stabbings that there are, <laughs> you would say that's horrible, that's awful, we shouldn't do it. Any rational thinking person wouldn't then go say, let's just get rid of knives because we need them for things that are like useful and good, like cutting our food up, chopping things, all that good stuff. So he wouldn't just say, let's get rid of knives. That'll fix the problem. The actual problem is people's intent to harm someone with that knife, right? So it's kind of similar with the whole tracking thing, obviously not to the extent of physically harming somebody, but it goes, it all comes down to your mindset around the tool that is used. So tracking, whether it's my fitness pal, or it's you taking pictures of your food or writing it down in a journal. All of that is a tool to help you be more observant with what's going on. Your relationship with it and how you think about it is going to determine whether it is a good thing for you or a bad thing for you. Now, obviously, there is a lot that goes into this as far as your history. You know, do you have a history of disordered eating? Are you someone <clears throat> that feels like if you have, you know, one nutrient off or you don't reach your goals, the whole world is going to end. Could you not care less about food? All that stuff all depends on where you're coming from as you go into it. So there will be a lot of individual variance with this. And that's exactly why you see people say, oh yeah, tracking is a great, great thing. I love it. I think everybody should do it all the time. And you have other people that say tracking is the devil. You should never do it. It's a horrible idea. It brings about eating disorders, all that stuff, which I disagree with because of my previous statement. It's just a tool. It just comes down to your mindset around it. So long story short with that first part is that you need to remember that it's a tool. Okay. So frame your mindset around that understanding. It is a tool that you are going to use in order to be more observant with what's going on. Now, what are some things that help you do that as you begin to track? One of the first things that I like to, to tell people is just remember that it's not the end-all be-all, okay? So with, with reaching your health and fitness goals, there is a lot of variance with what allows you to progress, regress, all that stuff. So it's not like if you have these goals set out for yourself, like you want to hit a certain amount of carbs and proteins and fats, and you're off by 200 calories, five grams in each thing here and there. It's not like that's going to break you. It's not like that is going to ruin your progress. Okay. Now, bouncing off of that, 
the first thing I recommend is actually just using tracking, whatever form of tracking that you use. Don't try to use it as a way to meet certain goals right off the bat. I think that's something that is a little bit more advanced. That's something that you should explore when you have a better relationship with food, when you are trying to get more specific with what foods you need or want to eat in order to reach certain goals. You can get there later. What I would do if you're interested in tracking is eat the way you normally do. This is what I do with all of my clients when I'm onboarding them. Eat the way that you normally do. Don't try to impress yourself. Don't try to change anything because you want to get a good idea of what normal is and just track what you normally eat. Track what you normally eat, okay? And don't be, you know, don't look at it at the end of every single day, at the end of every single meal to see where your nutrients are. Just enter it in there, close the app, get out of there. And then at the end of the week, you can go back and look through things and say, oh, and just you just make observations. Oh, it's interesting that on Wednesday when I was busy with my friends or I went out to eat, I had 500 more calories than I do with my usual lunch or with my usual dinner, whatever that might look like. So use it as a tool to track what you already normally do. And then instead of jumping from, okay, here's everything that isn't going well. For example, um, <clears throat> I eat way too many grams of fat or I don't eat enough protein or I don't eat enough greens or I eat a lot of trans fats. Instead of trying to go a complete 180 and say, okay, this is what I normally do. This is what I should do. And it's a complete, you know, it's basically completely flipping your world upside down. Instead of doing that, just pick one thing that you feel can be improved and that you feel is realistic for you to improve. So let's say you make all of those observations after tracking your food, right? Let's say you, like, you have too many trans fats or you have too much fat overall in your opinion or not enough protein, whatever. Pick one of those things. Let's say that you, don't, you only have one serving of greens each week. Pick one of those things. So that's the greens is one of them. And you would say, okay, my goal is to add a serving of greens three days out of the week. So you're going to go from one day out of the week to three. Adding instead of subtracting is one of the best things that you can do to not only improve what you're doing as far as nutrition goes, but also improve your relationship with making those changes in your life. Oftentimes, a lot of people associate difficulty and challenge with making a change with their health and fitness, especially their nutrition, because they immediately think, oh, if, if I need to change, if I want to change, that actually means I have to take everything away. I have to take the good things away or the things that I enjoy that might be suboptimal like cake or cookies or whatever, ice cream. I have to take those away. No, no, no. Don't think about that. Don't think of from like a scarcity mindset, okay? Think of like an abundance mindset where it's like, okay, I'm going to add what's good. I'm not going to worry about taking things away. I'm not going to worry about getting rid of all the stuff that's quote unquote bad in my diet. I'm going to add things that I know that are good, okay? So yes, I noticed that I have 10 sodas every single week or I noticed that I have XYZ every single week, but I'm not going to worry about making that less. I'm going to focus on adding those greens into my diet. And what will happen over time is that you will notice that the more good stuff that you add, the more the quote unquote bad, or I should say suboptimal stuff kind of tends to go away on its own. So don't look at tracking as a way to understand how you're failing. Look at tracking as a way to learn more about how you can succeed, what you can do to succeed. That's how you should look at it. 
And I think that will definitely help your relationship with it for sure. So think about adding. Another thing that I would recommend is just don't let it be the end-all be-all. You know, if you're at a restaurant and, and you don't know what in the world is in the food that you're eating or how much oil they used, just don't, just don't track it. Or do the best that you can based on some sort of guess that you have. And know that that's out of your control. If you're on vacation and it's stressing you the F out to track everything, oh my gosh, don't track. You know, I think this is another big misunderstanding is like, uh, what do I do on vacation? What do I do here and here? I, I will go, we'll go out to all these restaurants. I don't know what they're putting in these drinks that I'm having. Oh my gosh, stop. Stop tracking. Don't worry about it. It's vacation. Chill the F out. Have a good time. Okay. So just control what you can control. When you're at home, you're making your own food. Track your stuff. When you're away, give your best guess if you want to. But know that that's the best that you can do. It's not going to be 100% accurate and that is okay. All right. Now, <clears throat> one of the last things I want to encourage you with is just remembering that it is a learning opportunity. It is a learning opportunity. It is going to give you insight on ways you can improve your overall health. It is not the determining factor of a pass fail with your health and fitness. It's not a fail if you don't meet your nutrient goals. It's not a fail or a pass if you do meet your nutrient goals. It's simply something that says, hey, this is what you do most every day. This is what you consume on a regular basis. And then from there, you take that data, that information, and you make changes to it, okay? Now, as you, as you discover your relationship with food and tracking improving, and you're getting to more specific goals, goals that might include changing your, you know, your carbohydrate intake based on the days that you're training or not training, you can explore those things. But I wouldn't even worry about that at all if you're first starting to track. So that's kind of the mental side of things. Uh, I also want to share some, some things about tracking that I think a lot of people don't talk about, um, is, and it's this, there are different types of tracking out there. There is tracking, there's a whole spectrum of it, okay? If you want to use a different word for tracking, let's just say it's observing. So if you want to get very specific and very detailed, you would take the extreme version of tracking where you would have, you know, you're weighing, you're weighing out your food, every single thing to the gram, and everything is specifically calculated and you're trying to hit certain goals every single day and you make your food align within those goals. That's like the very specific version of tracking. A less specific version of tracking could be pictures of your food. Okay. A lot of the things, a lot of the time we mindlessly eat, we put things on our plate and we don't actually think about what we're putting on our plate, why we're putting it on our plate, the quantity of what we're putting on our plate, how fast or slow that we're eating. It's so freaking mindless. And so we're almost blinded to the things that we're doing because there's, <clears throat> there's no conscious thought behind it. If you are like that with your eating, take pictures of what you eat. Then at the end of the day, you can scroll through those pictures and go, man, I didn't realize that none of these things have veggies or wow, I didn't realize that I only have like, you know, half a palm size serving of protein every single day. That's crazy. Then you can learn from there. You know, so that would be like a looser example. Uh, you could even go to portion sizes where you're writing it down in a journal or on the notes section in your phone. 
and you're using, you know, <clears throat> hand sizes or, 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 or other objects to compare uh, the amount of food that you had. So like I had a, a, a piece of steak similar to the size of a card deck or whatever. And you can try to figure out your portions from there and realize, and figure out, okay, is this too much, too little, adjust it from there. So there are tons of different ways. What I'm getting at is there are tons of different ways to track your food. Tracking your food does not mean being neurotic with every single minor detail and tracking literally everything that you put in your mouth on MyFitnessPal and you know shaming yourself if you don't hit some sort of, some sort of nutrient goal. Okay, it's just simply a tool to help you understand the stuff that you might not normally see if you don't track. Now, one last thing I want to leave you with is remember that it's not 100% necessary to reach your goals. You do, you absolutely do not have to track to reach your goals. The more specific that your goals are, the more things you might have to uh, do in order to reach those specific goals. For example, you take people that are on stage doing some sort of bodybuilding competition or some sort of like bikini show or something like that. They need, they have to, like their success literally comes down to the body fat percentage that they are at, their conditioning, what, you know, how, how, how pumped up they are or deflated they are. And all that comes down to the nutrients that they're consuming, their training, how they're training, the timing of those nutrients, how much salt or sodium that they've had leading up to the day of the competition. So there's so, because of the specificity and detail, attention to detail of their competition, they have to do those same things with their food because their food directly determines that. Now, you and I are not in that realm at all. We would be somewhere more in the middle or maybe on the other end of the spectrum where we're just trying to generally look better, feel better, move better. And so you can make more macro type of adjustments, bigger type of adjustments that that lead to great results. You don't have to get so neurotic with these tiny, tiny, tiny details because at the end of the day, they're not the thing that's making or breaking you in terms of your progress because your goals aren't that specific. So remember that it's not something that you absolutely have to do. However, it is an extremely valuable tool. Uh, I know that was, I said that was the last thing I was going to leave you with, but another thing just came to mind. Um, <clears throat> there is an expectation that for some reason, when you track your food, it means you do it for the rest of your life. That's not the case whatsoever. I don't think anybody should, should be at a place where they just end up tracking food for the rest of their life. It's, if it's something that you enjoy and you want to do it, go nuts. Do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You're your own person. Fantastic. But the, the goal should not be tracking your food the rest of your life. The goal should, in my opinion, should be using a tracking tool to learn more about your behaviors Learn more about what you do, again, whether that's pictures, journaling, MyFitnessPal, some other tracking app, whatever, to learn more about what you do in order to figure out what needs to be added so you can live a healthier life. Okay? That's it. And so as you track more and more and more, the tracking shouldn't be mindless either. Either, As you track, you learn more about food. You learn that, oh, for some reason on days where I have... Uh, more dairy, I don't feel that good. I noticed that Tuesday and Thursday, I had dairy three different times and Tuesday and Thursday, I did not feel well at all. I wonder if I've got some sort of like intolerance or some sort of reaction. 
you use the tracking tool to help you understand more about you and how your body works to eventually get to a place where you can have a high quality of life, you can have sound health, and maybe even reach more specific goals without having to track. But periodically throughout everyone's life, I can definitely see a need to track food here and there. Because the thing is, like, this is something that I always revisit. I don't track very consistently, but I would say every few months for a couple of weeks or so, I track super consistently to get a good idea of of where I'm at. And each time I track, I learn something new. And then I try to soak in that information, apply it to my life and make it more of a consistent habit. And so every time I revisit tracking, I get to learn something new. It's kind of like budgeting with your finances. Every time you do a budget, you look back and say, oh, I didn't realize I was spending this here, or I didn't realize I could save this much here. And you learn something each time and you apply that. So it's like you're constantly refining yourself every single time you become more observant of your behaviors and your patterns and your choices. Again, doesn't mean you absolutely have to track to do it and to, to, to make those improvements upon yourself, but it can be a helpful tool. So um, I know that wasn't very structured or, or formatted in, in specific points, but those are just my overall thoughts. I hope it was helpful in some way. Um, if, if, if it is, let me know. If it wasn't, let me know. Um, I totally understand where you're at. I understand how you, how you feel with the tracking because there's just a lot of, in my opinion, misinformation about tracking. And um, I feel like it's been demonized a lot. Okay. But just know that it can look completely different for everybody. It's not something that you have to do. It's something that you can do if you want. And if you have the right mindset around it, it should be something that definitely benefits you and not hurts you. All right. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, If you know somebody that would want to listen to this episode, spread the love, share it with them. Let them know that this show is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, this is the podcast.